Thomas's presents Tackling Traffic with Tom. Good morrow. Tis your reminder to savour the morning with Thomas's breakfast. And while you may not be able to control what occurs on your commute, like your horse and buggy popping a wheel and axle on the way to the schoolhouse, you can control what you put atop your soft but crunchy bagel and the toastiness of your English muffin. So do take the time to savour the morning with Thomas's. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Today, two style stars, supermodel Gigi Hadid and designer Tan France. They're teaming up to find the next in fashion. Plus, a rising rock star in Hollywood, English actor Sam Claflin, from Daisy Jones and the Six. It's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. So get all right. Hi, everybody. It's Monday. It's February 27th. Can you believe February's Good almost morning. gone? I said that this morning. I'm like, we have, what, one more day? What happened to February? Oh, my gosh. Well, um, let's just enjoy the last bit of the month. Let's enjoy let's the last bit of the month. month. Uh, Chanel is here for Hoda. Happy Monday. Hi, happy Monday. Did you have a good weekend? I had a good weekend. Yeah. I didn't do anything. Which That's always good. I like to schedule that in every once in a while just to relax. When you do nothing, what do the kids do? Well, the kids do nothing with me. That's perfect. It's a unit of nothing. Do they hang on you or do they? are they old enough to kind of do their own thing? We watch um, Lyle. We like to do like one Either game night or okay. family movie night. We oh. watched Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Oh, that's cute. Okay. It's a good one. We yes. like to do like one family thing okay. a weekend when there's a lot of nothing. I love that. Did you see the SAG Awards last it, night? I, I, I was excited to see the history. red carpet. It sure did. Yeah. So let's start with some of the things that made history. First of all, Michelle Yeoh and Kiwi Kwan became the first Asian actors to win top film prizes. She won for best performance by a female actor in a leading role. He took home best supporting actor. He is... I mean, they both are just delightful, delightful folks. They've been here at the show. Should we listen to part of their speech? Please. And then we'll chat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is not just for me. This is for every little girl that looks like me. Thank you for giving me a seat at the table because so many of us need this. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. And tonight, you have shown us that it is possible When I stepped away from acting, it was because there were so few opportunities. The landscape looks so different now than before. So thank you so much to all of you in this room and everyone who contributed to these changes. Oh, that's so good. No, it's like, you know, that when you're witnessing history like that, and the fact that they had to keep fighting just to be seen, to be heard. And then it ends up with a SAG award, which is obviously sometimes a prediction for the the Oscars. Oscars. I feel like the last time I was uh, here, when I was filling in for Hoda, we've talked about this a lot. And you guys have a theme on this show that, you know, we quoted Bevy Smith, it gets greater later. We've seen so many people this year um, where, you know, look, in their 20s, they were pounding the pavement, 30s, even 40s, it wasn't quite working. And then they hit their 50s or 60s and things just start to work out. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's just, it's so inspiring. Because there's, they have that grit. Yeah. I mean, he said he had to step away because there weren't even roles. Yep. Um, and I think that the fact that he stepped back in shows and that now he know, could win an Oscar. He's I'm rooting for him. Oh my gosh. Okay. Two of my favorites, Jenna Ortega. Have you what? watched? Wait, no, I was just about to say, I haven't seen it and I heard it was so funny. So Mila and I, you need to do this with Clara. Okay. Mila and I, and I, you know, y'all can judge me. I found it to be appropriate for my own child. Okay. Um, she's not scared of scary stuff. She okay. loves like mysteries and reading and everything. So she like, this was right up her alley. Okay. She's a year. Wait, are she and Clara the same age? Clara's 10. So Mila's almost 10. Okay. So we watched it together, okay. which is kind of like this new mommy-daughter thing that we have going on. <laughs> That's cute. And it is so good. So Jenna Ortega is the star of Wednesday. Okay. And Aubrey Plaza, who has been on our show and is a little dark and hilarious. Like a dark humor. Dark humor. Yeah. Um, they presented, and it was a very hilarious deadpan off. Okay, let's Take see. Take a look. I don't know why they paired us up together. Yeah. <laughs> I know, we have nothing in common. We should find the people who did this. And curse their families and watch as misfortune, misfortune follows their bloodline for the next seven generations. generations. Okay, I see it now. Now I need to see Wednesday. I need to see it's it, but you're so right. They both good. have that, like, deadpan. Well, and in the roles. I don't know what they're like in real life. But they can pull that both off. Both of their roles have that. That's cute. Did you watch White Lotus? I did see White Lotus. Didn't you love White yeah, Lotus? so good. So good. Okay, and I so love the second go too. home to Clara and say, let's watch a television She'd show She'd probably together. love it. And we'll watch Wednesday. Yeah. Everybody's buzzing about it. I'm into it. So another person that everybody seems to be talking about. I haven't seen oh. Zendaya's look. I saw it for the NAACP Awards, but yeah, I didn't that's, see... Me too. I saw. She's killing it. Okay, this was her on Friday night, right? Yes. So I saw this. Oh my god. Okay. Seriously. So she like seriously. By the way, this was the first time she hit the red carpet since September. I mean, it's not that long, but still, this is a Versace gown, couture gown. Is that right? It's she from 2002. Yeah, she dropped the mic. Like, who looks, looks like this? Nobody, imagine. Who looks like this? I'll just bring up the game, imagine me in that. I mean, that <laughs> only looks good on somebody as beautiful as she is. Okay, then. Oh, my God. Was when she presented, night? ooh, last night at the SAG Awards, right? Is this the SAG Awards? The this was the second one. Wow. This wow. is the SAG Awards. Wow. And then she stepped on. I mean, she keeps cranking out hits. It just doesn't get any better. And she has fun with the with the photographers. She also has people. that bob. Mm. Look how cute her new haircut. This is another look, y'all. How many events were going on? How many on? looks did she have? I'm going crazy. She changed into this one, and this is the look for. Yeah. Okay. Each night she did two outfits. Yeah, because she, she's so beautiful. It's she like, might as well. Do you remember when you got married and you wore one dress for your entire wedding? Yeah. And now people like come out every two seconds and they're in different dresses I know. and they're shaking. Have it you up. ever done an outfit change like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Where, in the morning, if it doesn't fit and it won't zip, yeah, so totally. I gotta change it to something. I know. Else. I tried on a dress this morning for a wedding I'm going to this weekend. And you're like, not so well, much. Well, it's not like I look at that and I'm like, I could pull that off. Amazing. Maybe part of it is the attitude. Maybe it's like if you just, yeah, this is kind of something, but maybe you just own it. Okay. I don't know. Own it, but it's got to be able to zip. Yeah. You got to zip well, it. Well, hers didn't even it. need to. It just sat there. God, she's so perfectly. So gorgeous. Wait, I want to hear your thoughts on this next topic. Okay. The producers told me about this. There's this trending story on today.com. Well, about it's all sleepovers. about sleepovers. Yes. I want to know what you think. Well, I personally hate a sleepover. Really? 
Yeah. I didn't see that coming. What? You're like the life of a party. You're so fun. No, no. For myself, as a child, I love to sleep over. As an adult, hosting them for other children, no thank you. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you was, why. Okay, tell me. Kids are hard enough, okay? To wake <laughs> you mean up. your own kids? Your own kids are tricky enough. <laughs> okay. Figuring out the, you know. All the things. Nuances yes, of yes, your children. Yes. Now, have a bunch of other kids who you don't know come into your home and okay. push you to stay up until way past your own bedtime. Why don't you just leave them? Because I, I have a control issue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a control so issue now what that about, I'm working on. Do you leave them? Um, we don't really do too many. Yeah, because you hate them deep down, well, too. No, you know what it is? I don't mind if a few friends come over. There are some kids who just get along well, yeah. right? Yes. Like, you bring them together. You don't hear a lot of fights. Yes. You don't hear a lot of she did this. Yes. That. They just It's just easy. True that. Those kids, they come, come on over. Time because it almost come makes my life over. easier. There are others where... It just takes work. But there are a lot of parents who won't send their kids to other people's homes. They feel like kids can argue, that they worry that there will be drama. Yeah. And there are other parents who say, you know what? I think it shows independence. Let them go. Yeah. And this article, is, there's like pros and cons. Yeah. People say, you got to do it. It's essential. It helps your kids get independence. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Others debate saying kids... Can be bullying. You know, if there's like seven girls and then two are upset or. Remember, part, did you ever have that when you were little? We absolutely. We played a game called Oprah, okay. where like somebody would get. Tell in a me fight. how you play Oprah. Somebody would get in a fight. This was like sixth grade. Okay. So prime girls. Oprah. Well, prime Oprah. Oh. She never lost well, her she's prime. Never, I was gonna say she's yeah. not not prime. But, but I thought you meant like the interview kind. Well, yes, but okay. all, like the point is, somebody would get in a fight. And then the point of Oprah, which I kind of think I played this role, was to, like, figure out why they were in a fight and, like, to make them come together. Really? Yeah. Were they really fighting? Yes, because it was sixth grade. I wonder what they, what are you fighting over in sixth grade? Something well, stupid? just, you know, that's how girls yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just think, yeah, you're right that some kids are better than others. And yeah. in fact, Mila has a little friend that is so well-behaved that this, I heard Henry talking to her over making lunch. And she goes, you were invited over whenever you would like. <laughs> yeah, because he, he said, he, she said he liked her she said she liked his broccoli. Oh. The broccoli Henry made them for lunch. She was like, thank you, Mr. I Hager. That. I like this. When kids like your broccoli, that's something. Totally. It can either be too mushy. Totally. Or, not or too crunchy. Enough. Now, I like mine crunchy. Me too. Oh, you do? Ooh, I kids hate high Kids don't fives. like mushy broccoli. Do um, we have time for this last one? Yeah, we do. Okay. Okay, Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime show, is it's still trending, y'all? Yes, yes, yes. Gosh. Oh, like- this is good. There's this oh, new have video. You seen this? Have you seen this? Yes. No. Everybody's doing their spin with the red jacket and the people around them. Yeah. So now there's a group of seniors and they recreated Rude Boy. It's, oh. so it's all over the internet. They're between the ages of 80 and 92. They live at the Arcadia. Shout out to the Arcadia Senior Living Home in Kentucky. I hope they're watching this right morning. Now. I hope they are. This video has more than 23 million views. On TikTok so far. I want you to wish that for me. If I have to, if I'm in a home and I wish that for you, let's be in the home together. Listen, and we'll get Where some girlfriends. Oh, please. As long as it's warm. I feel like if, if Hoda and I ever went on like a comedy tour, yeah. that's where we would visit. We'd visit the retirement communities. I love that. I'm dying to go visit some retirement communities. There's sisterhood there. They have a good time. They play bridge. All the good things. It's all the stuff we love. Uh, Jello uh, and mashed potatoes. Yeah. If you guys are watching, you just broke we the internet. We love you. Yes. Congratulations. Coming up next, are you obligated to chat with your boss while you're both working out at the same gym? Oh, I feel no. like, did my boss plant this question? I would like go we around. work out at the same gym. <laughs> okay, so this is good. We're going to tackle your social dilemmas right after this. Kalia, did you plant this?
you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Back now on this Monday, it's time to answer some viewer questions with another round of Hoda and Jenna's Social Dilemmas. Do you like how we rhyme here? <laughs> it just said both, so I'm like, I think I'm supposed to read that. I okay. think this is the first time that we've done this together, and I'm really excited. Okay, you first. Okay. Two of my coworkers approached me separately about their daughters selling Girl Scout cookies. I don't want to buy a ridiculous amount of cookies, <laughs> and I know they'll be delivered to my office. Can I get from just one of them? No. No, no, you can't. <laughs> Sorry. No, unfortunately, no. you can't. That's a no. Here's what you do. Pretend you want four boxes. You got to get a tagalon, a thin mint. Thin mint. I like caramel delights. Ew. Wait, what? Caramel delight? Wait, what? They're the best ones. You put them in the freezer. They're like yeah, but you put the, the tagalongs in the freezer. Which thin one mints is that? In the freezer. I don't like mint. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like mint when you pair it with chocolate. What? I know the ice cream, the green. It's green. I, it's good. Yeah, but the cookies aren't green. It's time to help the viewers. Okay, fine. Okay. So you get four boxes, let's say. You have to get a shortbread. Yeah. yeah. You got to maybe get the lemon. Yeah, I say caramel delights. You don't like the shortbread? Oh, who's buying shortbread? Me. You're the only one. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, anyway. Okay. So that's four boxes. You, have you buy to. two from one of yep. the daughters yep. and two from the other. Yes. The yes. Girl Scouts do really good organizations. Yes. Because you know why? What is the box now? $5? Yes. You For $5, you can't. No. Or your colleague. Like no. you, or you maybe buy mean? one box from each. Even one from each. But yeah. you've got to buy two. Yeah. Okay. That's our ruling. Yes. Okay. Next one. Ooh, this is good. Okay. What? We recently let my parents watch our kids while my wife and I went on vacation. When we picked up the kids, we discovered my mom took my sons for super short haircuts. We were shocked. Now, my wife won't let my parents watch our kids. What can I do to change her mind? Okay. I, I'm going to take you back. Judge Bush Hager. <laughs> I'm going to take you back to 1992. Okay. I went into a Supercuts. Okay. I had hair to here. I left with hair to here. Who was the adult? Well, my mom was there, but, but my point is blame it on the hairstylist, okay? Mm. Because here's the problem. A lot of times you leave with hair that you don't necessarily want. Okay. I cried at that mm. occasion. My mom stroked me. It was all okay. Just say, I am sorry. We were just trying to help out. And, or my parents were just trying right. to help out. So you throw the hairstylist under the bus. Sure. 
Wouldn't you rather that yes. than rupture the, the so family? So now that they're watching because they know the truth already, should the wife let him let the kids go back? Yes. Yeah. They're your yeah. grandparents. They'll never let it Hair happen again. Hair grows back, but yeah. family lasts forever. <laughs> that was good. Sometimes <laughs> grandparents do that on purpose. We have that in our house because my kids have, like, crazy hair. And I think my mom-in-law, I think she just wants it to be shorter. And I'm with her. It should have been shorter. So I think she kind of let him do it a little bit. Here. Yeah, but do you, you, did you did that oh, make Of course, because I'm like, you know, like you said, they're the grandparents. Right? To give them something to talk about when they're 50. Totally. All right, last one. My boss works out at the same gym as me. She always wants to come over and chat. Well, I just want to get in my zone. How do I politely let her know that I'm not interested in conversing? <laughs> I like making you judge Bush Hager. Well, it's your boss. So you got to suck it up? Well, you can't just be like, yo, I'm trying to do the elliptical. You got to be like... <laughs> Good to see you. And then I'm trying to get my miles in or something. But you got to first say hi. You do. You do. And if you're in the zone, you got to take your earbuds out and then put them back in and go back in the zone. Right? It's your boss. You got, it's, that's what you yeah, got to do. You're a very good judge. You think so? Uh-huh. By the way, your dad is a judge. He, is. he just retired. What? Yeah. No more federal judging. Do you think he would like our work here? I think he would. He watches every morning from Florida. So I think so. Hi. Okay, if you have a social dilemma, tell us about it at hodaandjenna.com and hit the connect button. All right, up next, you guys look like such a powerhouse, don't they? I know, what is they? happening? Look at these guys, two fashion powerhouses, supermodel Gigi Hadid, designers and France on their fun new collab. That's right after this. Seriously, look at those you, power suits. You look like models. Cute, power right? suits. We do look like models. You mean it works. We both look like models. <laughs> <laughs> She is a supermodel who has rocked the runways for nearly a decade, most recently in Milan for Fashion Week. He is a TV personality and designer who took the fashion world by storm. Absolutely. We are talking about Gigi Hadid and Tan France, and they, together, (laughs) great chemistry, are co-hosting the next Netflix competition series. It's called Next in Fashion, where up-and-coming designers compete for a chance to win $200 thousand dollars nice yeah nice okay wait you guys met on facetime i'm trying your origin story is very complicated yeah who's going complicated but gorgeous you tell it it's amazing (laughs) okay so i was um five years ago like the rest of the world falling in love with the queer eye cast and um i was specifically spending that weekend on my couch i think i was like going through a breakup like Crying a lot watching Queer Eye, right? It's, it's very As like because yeah. it's so uplifting. It is, yeah. and it just like yeah. So, anyways, a friend of mine, Eva Chen, who uh, is head of fashion at Instagram, had Tan at the office that day, and I was like, I'm gonna need to Facetime Tan, <laughs> which is not really like me. Like I'm not. not at all. You're not one to reach out. Yeah, like no. if we're like in the same room and the universe brings us together and we're supposed to be friends, we'll get there. But I stalked him. You're like, so, will you so be nice. my friend? So yeah. she literally invited me to her house. Within that hour. And that I like, moment. Yeah, I was like, do you want to have tea? No yes. way. And I was like, yep, I'll be there in a minute. And so I went over, we chilled for a few hours, and the rest is history. Wait, I love this. And then it turns out you have a lot in common. I read, and I think we can all agree on this one, you love breakfast burritos. We love we a do. breakfast We burrito. ate a lot of breakfast burritos on set of You like a burrito passion. better than a taco? Yeah, we love yes. a breakfast burrito. You like a burrito better than a breakfast taco? Yes. yes. Who has a breakfast I thought you would taco. be in this club. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm from really? Texas. I'm a pro- Breakfast I mean, I'm not tacos. against breakfast tacos. <laughs> like, that's a lot. I've never heard of a breakfast taco. What? I've got to take you to Austin. Oh, my God. Oh. You, you spent a lot of time in Austin. I've never heard of a breakfast taco. Anyways, 
Yeah. Okay. I love a burrito. Yeah. I love okay. it. Some hot we sauce do. on that burrito. I'm right. here for it. But yeah. I, you always would give me like the your hot sauce that you didn't finish, which is so I nice. I think I'm a really good older brother. Yeah, you are. Oh, I love yeah, this. Yeah, I do take care. Did of y'all it. ever think you would work together after that? Chance encounter. Yeah, exactly. I thought we'd be mates. Yeah, I thought we'd always be friends, but like uh, I, wow. I think that this is a very specific, yeah. great experience for us that yeah. just like it worked. And yeah. um, but now that she's done this, maybe you'll be the Fab Sixth. Oh, I would love that. Ooh. I actually would. Lo- I've been asking for that, but yeah, they yeah. just said I like that. I don't really. I would have to be yeah. your assistant because like <laughs> yeah, yeah. what else? Can so yeah. many people feel like they know you? I mean, like Gigi, yeah. we watch you and we say, "Oh my gosh, we want to yeah. be his friend." Is there anything about? you that we don't know or that people may find surprising or is it you know what this is it you know i i do think that you may disagree i'm a lot shyer than i seem on tv i'm nowhere near as confident in real life as i am on tv i wouldn't say i wouldn't say shy i feel that it's more like he there's like a boundary which i think that like everyone has and then once he gets like trusting and comfortable then he like opens up a lot more but i yeah i'm more guarded yeah i'm british i just I don't let you in, and I don't say I love. Do you know how Americans will always say yes. on the first day, "Oh my gosh, I love you so much." I don't love you. Uh, <laughs> I think but then, nice. have you said you love? Yeah. I love. Oh, you. you've earned the love. love. No, no, but it takes some time. Like yeah. you don't love someone on the first day. You like them. Sometimes <laughs> I do. Yeah, no, really? I don't believe Sometimes you. I, do. I don't I, believe I throw it. that around. So I, I love the word love. You do. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> love you guys. <laughs> Gigi, you were just on the cover of Elle, and you talked about. Not, you know, what people think about you, which I always think is kind of a strange mm. question. Because right. how do you know what people think? Yeah. Sort of the misconceptions. You got kind of emotional when she asked this yeah. question. Why, why do you think? I don't know. I, I think probably it was just, um, it wasn't sad. It's just more of like, I think that you have to have, there's, it comes with kind of like a mourning for the fact that mm-hmm. you won't be able to prove yourself to everyone, totally. right? And oh, how man. do you put yourself into words? I just felt like I think a lot of pressure for me um, because it's how you really know someone is when you're sitting with them and the complexity of, of a person, which don't come across, I think, in the very um, short snippets of my life that are given by my normal job. But I think that's why Next in Fashion was so nice for me mm-hmm. because it was really the first um, long format job where I spent a month and a half on the set with the same people, mm-hmm. the same crew, the same competitors. And you can really see, um, I think, us open up and our yeah. personalities get more um, ridiculous, ridiculous, <laughs> get to know you. fun. Yeah. yeah. And then we really like fall in love with the designers. Too. I will say this, whatever you think you know about Gigi in the press or whatever, you could not be more wrong. When you see her on the show, she is, in my opinion, America's sweetheart. She's yeah. the nicest person in the world. Like, that's why I fell in well, love with her. And I would straight. say that is your reputation, she is, too. No, but, that you're kind. But no, no, she's always kind. Yeah. But you don't know how playful she is. Yeah. She's literally just the girl next door who like just so happens to look like this. I'm a but, goof. I mean, they really had to be like, you guys, calm. Like, yeah, let's calm get down. it together. We got to do this next. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and you guys down. are both parents yeah, of yeah. young kids. And mm-hmm. I feel like that probably changes your perspective on yeah. everything. I don't totally. know who thought I was responsible enough to have a child. I definitely don't think I'm grown enough to have a child. <laughs> yes, you are. But, oh my gosh, oh my I still feel like a child. Oh, that's my baby. How old? Oh, he's the best. Mine's a one, one and a half. One and a half and mine's two and a half. Two oh, they and a half. Have you had a joint play date yet? Not, Not yet. yet. Because yours needs to come to New York or yes. mine needs to go to Salt Lake City. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> flight. There's a, a long there's, flight. It's a long flight. It's a long flight. And my Child is a nightmare on a flight, but yes, yeah, soon. You know what's going to be great? 
when your when your kids bond and you're like, oh my oh, god, yeah. yeah when your kids it, get along so and you get along, it is right. Yes, yeah. it makes Magic. parenting so much easier. In my so. culture, we do arranged marriages, so I'm already planning on them being married. <laughs> I have a th- and Kai is part is Pakistani. part Pakistani. Yeah. So. Oh, that's, yeah. that's perfect. I, yeah. But I have a three-year-old son, and I'd like some of your genes. So could we also <laughs> arrange that? Wait, I mean, you haven't <laughs> seen my baby's face. Okay, oh, first of all, mine. She might like girls. So yeah, we don't know. Right. Okay, Let's fine. not arrange any marriages. Yes. Right? She okay. can make her own decisions. Oh, yeah. Totally. Can't, 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 can't. This is why we love you. Okay, <laughs> Gigi and Dan, they're sticking around to tell us about the new season of Next in Fashion, plus three designers from the series show off their never seen Y'all get to see us. So Never good. seen before looks right <laughs> after this. <laughs> love, love, love. <laughs> Back now with supermodel Gigi Hadid and fashion designer Tan France, the co-host and judges of Netflix's Next in Fashion. I love it because you guys seem genuinely happy about this, right? Like it's changed you for like, sure. Yeah. I've and never been happier at work. No, we really had a good time. I think, I mean, I am a huge competition show fan and I've watched them all and I think you can genuinely tell that we had a really good we time. We loved it. I can't well, This show is so exciting and we're really, really excited. We have some looks. Because ah! we have some looks that of y'all course. have never seen. First okay. of all, were y'all totally blown away by the young talent on this show? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wildly. I mean, I think they all bring such a different um, design perspective and that's okay. really what we're looking for. Yeah. We're not looking for the next best sewer. We're okay. looking yeah. for the next best creative director and someone that's going to really inspire people's imaginations. And next, not just what can you find in a mall, what would you wear yeah. to your office party? Like we want something that's really inspirational. What you would see in editorials. Yeah. And yeah. Elevated. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm excited about okay, it. Okay, well I know that y'all are excited because you kind of got a glimpse but three of the designers from season two are joining us now to showcase their never- before seen looks. Y'all Let's have not see seen them. We haven't seen them. But we saw them last night at dinner. We all well, had we dinner. Have, we all have dinner. Let's see the new looks. Okay. So we're excited okay. to get your take. Are we ready? And their thoughts. Yes. All right, so let's bring out DeAndre Hancock. I think we're doing a critique. And model yeah. Kayla. Yeah, here you are. Yeah. DeAndre, yeah. tell us about this look. Wow, so this look cool. is inspired by just my personality. I love to stand outside the box. Where are you from, DeAndre? I'm from Washington, D.C. Okay. Oh, cool. Nation's capital. Okay. DeAndre's looking hot. <laughs> <laughs> look Did you also design your outfit? Yes. Wow. Just this morning in the hotel. I was, no like, way. whipping it up. Wait, what? You'll see it on the show. We pull yeah. things off really fast. In a few hours, they can do yeah, they can some do things that would blow your mind. I can so see this on the runway. I yeah, mean, yeah, so tell Please. us about this look. It's gorgeous. Thank you. Um, this look, is, like I said, is inspired by me just loving to stand outside the box. I love to be eye-catching when I'm out. So I just thought that I would just, you know, make something that just catches everyone's are eye. We, are we going to give a live critique? Yes, you are. Yeah. Okay, so here's how I here's how I feel about it, Gigi. Okay, go. What I think is, no, I love that you've given us your signature puffer. I love the contrast of leathers. I love that you've tied in the sparkle of the puffer on your uh, underlayer. I think it's so chic. Gigi, what are, your, what are your thoughts? Well, I really, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a time in the show where you nod to these pants, and yeah. I love to the see pants them. pants are amazing. I'd love to see them on a girl. This is like a new take on those, and I... I'm obsessed with them. I will be copying because, <laughs> because most of the entree stuff was on men yeah. on the show, so I love that so you put really, it on somebody. We really challenged pushed them. Yeah, if they, if they were originally menswear designers to try and yeah. you know, sh- show those um, same shapes on women, because I love to oh wear gosh. menswear. Deontre, is this not a dream to have these two? I mean... It's a dream come true. Like, every day I'm just like... I'm just like starstruck. You know what? Yes. I can but, but also, you are a star. This you is are. Yeah, yeah. We know yeah. Deontre. Deontre. How about that? All right. Okay, y'all step over there. We Thank got the you. next, so good. So the next designer, Amari Carter. She's Amari! 
by model Amon. Amari Amari, tell us about this look. So pretty much this was based on a breakup actually. Wow. So I'm all about the emotional storytelling. So you'll have the bra straps here. And then I'm all about the mystery. It's like my alter ego. What? Hold Amari, up. I Hold love up. This. You finished the look. It's so detailed. What do you guys think? I mean, Amari is so good at, like you said, that detail. And I love that she really can make sexy pieces, but also put kind of like a cool touch on top of them so you don't feel too vulnerable. And that's the kind of sexy that I want to wear. And I think Amari is a genius. The finishes of it are so good. So are the biker shorts back with the the lace on the bottom? I used to have some of those. Yes, yeah. Yeah. The lace on the bottom (laughs) of the biker shorts. I mean, if she's wearing them, they're back. All right. If Amari says it, then yes. Okay. So nice to meet you. We have one more. Last but not least. Well done, Amari. James Ford, who is rocking his James. James. James, I want to wear that Suit. Thank you. Thank Look at you. his smile. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, James is hot. He's so James cute. I'm like the old lady. Look at his yeah. smile. Um, um, tell us suit. about that. Tell us about your suit. Yeah, so um, I'm doing my own stunts today, I guess. Um, <laughs> didn't have a model. Okay. Uh, I do custom suits for the queer community. Okay. Um, so I made this because you know I like I, I make a lot of like first suits for people. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is their first suit that's really fit them, or they can't find something that's you know somewhere between a ball gown and a tuxedo, right? So that's kind of what I do. Um, but this isn't my first suit, right? I'm on like six, seven, eight, nine suits. <laughs> this is perfect. So. Done. It's so good. I wanted to make something a little more fun, and I'm, I'm like a knit boy. I love knits. I love crochet. These are Where all. Did you um, grow up? Kentucky. Kentucky. Cool. Well, that is a beautiful all over the country. It's so fun, so funky. Those are like those James details that we really love. And I know for a fact James also made that necklace. Ooh, the necklace is so cool. Yeah, James really takes us to this like really funky slash classic world and I relate to you I feel like I can see style. all of these looks at like they the Met Gala. so yeah. proud. Like, so can you see yes. how they talented so our designers talented. are? Okay, designers, come back out. Um, thank you guys thank so you guys. much. Come on out. Come on okay. out. Come Gigi to us. and Tim, thank y'all thank so you much. Thank I love so these much. looks, guys. Y'all look so incredible. Proud. And season two of Next in Fashion, it premieres next Monday on Netflix. I love it. Friday. 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 Next Friday. This Friday. You're going to love it. This Friday. Up next, (laughs) the actor who never even picked up a guitar before landing a role as a rock star, Sam Claflin, is coming up. There he is right after the show. Come join our party, Sam. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console consoling. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go, you are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators, now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Listen up, true crime fans. It's a big murder trial underway. Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around the country. It is the twist the turns, the With craziness. the best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts and Dateline producers on the ground. Break it down for us. Just, You'll just, get fresh just, insights and behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. That is bizarre. Stay in the, the know and up yesterday. to date. So tell us what he said. It was 
Follow Dateline True Crime Weekly to get new episodes starting Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. That is Sam Claflin and the new series, Daisy Jones and the Six, inspired by, of course, the New York Times bestselling novel. Sam plays Billy Dunn, lead singer of a 1970s rock band, and he's here to talk about it. Good morning to you. Hi, Sam. Okay, when you watch something like that, are you like, I'm a rock star? Or are you, do you have what we have when we listen to our answering machine? I mean, that is literally, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always have had it just watching myself, but now I have to listen to myself singing. It's, it's doubly worse. <laughs> well, first of all, you sing. Sound amazing. As a little kid, did you ever dream of being a rock star? I don't think I did. I never thought it was like something that was achievable. Um, mm. You know, I, I think I think my dreams sort of consisted of me going, okay, well, I, I want to be a, a dad. Mm. And that's about as far as my wow. dreams went. You know, I, I don't think I was overly ambitious. Um, and I think even when I wanted to become an actor, I didn't realize that TV and film was, was you know, potential. Was I option. thought it was, uh, yeah. I thought well, was... I feel like this combines the best of both worlds because you're a rock star and you're an actor, all the things. I read that you won a talent competition. You were like 16 years old. What was your talent? <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, I, I. What was it? I, now I can't wait to hear. I, I, I was persuaded, I will say. My granddad persuaded me to um, basically prepare there's a hole in my bucket uh, dressed half as a man and half as a woman. I have to say, I hadn't <laughs> well, quite gone through puberty yet. So, I mean, the, the girl version was a little more achievable. Um, and point. look at you now. Yeah, look exactly. Now. Look how far we've come. Um, did you study, I, of course, have read this novel by Tara Jenkins Reid, but did you study any musicians? It's kind of Fleetwood Mackie for Daisy Jones. But we're, we left hole in the bucket. We're back in first time. <laughs> yes, this is it. I, I um this was a whole education for me. I knew very little about music, especially of that era. I knew that this novel was loosely based on Fleetwood Mac yeah. uh, or inspired by um, like bands that Taylor had grown up listening to or, or, or being obsessed with. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I became my obsession was Bruce Springsteen mm. um, through this. Um, I think his his sort of Billy Dunn definitely was inspired by by That's the cool. look of the double denim look and the kind of working class man and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he, I sort of went into a, a rabbit hole of, of uh, research about, you know, through his life. Well, I feel like this show is going to be watched by so many people. I got to see a little, and it has a love triangle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which has is, a bit of everything. It has a little yeah, bit, but don't you like that I just gravitated towards the love triangle? <laughs> we like a love triangle around yeah. here. But it does. It has music. You can Your songs can be listened to on Spotify. I know. I know. My kids uh, are <laughs> How old are your kids? Seven and five. They have the most adorable names. Tell everybody their names. It's Pip. Is my little boy? He's seven, Isn't and my adorable? little girl yes. Margot. Yeah. And Margot, Margo. look at this. So do they, are they just? You talked about how when you were young, you dreamed of being a father, most importantly. And now, when you see the picture, of those I mean, ones. it's it's the dream come true, right? Mm. You know. And I think I think getting the opportunity to sort of see the world through their eyes, and you know, revisit things that you hadn't thought about for. Well, in fact, re-watching films that you yes. obsessed with as a kid, and you're like, oh, no, I never noticed this dirty joke here. Or, <laughs> totally. um, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. Oh, well, we it. are so happy for you, and congratulations, congratulations. on Congratulations. Everybody's buzzing about yeah. it. Daisy Jones and the Six premieres this Friday on Prime Video. Coming up, the, the artist whose passion for paintings is getting the world's attention right after this. Today, as we celebrate Black Heritage, we want you to meet an artist who is inspiring the next generation. Oh, he's so talented. His name is Derek Adams. 
And at one look at his collection, you'll see why. This is Derek Adams. And this is his latest exhibition called I Can Show You Better Than I Can Tell You. Much of Derek's work focuses on a simple theme, enjoying the ordinary moments in life. One of the phrases that come up a lot in my work is this idea of black joy. I wanted to offer an alternative way to look at black culture. I did not want to be overshadowed by the traumatic things that are happening to us, around us. So I wanted to bring in another conversation for the future generation to look at. This idea that rest and leisure are their own forms of power and their own forms of resistance. I think the images that he creates are incredibly necessary in filling out uh, the picture of Black people uh, in this world. That power and beauty are also found in Derek's 2015 floater series. The floaty represents this idea of ease or relaxation to be seen in a, in a way that is not necessarily in action or responding to something or, you know, or pushing against something. But that moment in between, it was chill mode, you know, and chill mode is a good mode to be in. Motion Pictures influenced his latest collection, showing now at the Flag Art Foundation in Chelsea. The series, which is called Motion Picture Paintings, some are direct references to movies, some are just my imagination, kind of fueled by cinema. A New Yorker since 1993, Derek operates out of a studio in Brooklyn, but a piece of him remains in his hometown of Baltimore, where he's supporting a community of emerging artists. I see myself in a lot of the artists that live there. I'm in the process of opening a residency in Baltimore, as well as a couple of other nonprofit programs. New York has this ability to motivate you in a particular way. So bringing some of that experience and some of the possibilities that could happen in Baltimore to the city has been like my dream right now. Derek's art lives beyond gallery walls. He created an installation for Penn Station, bringing the beauty of the outdoors to the busy travel hub. And his mermaids add a mystical feel to the walls of Have and Mar, a new restaurant by world-renowned chef Marcus Samuelson. Derek started as a student in Chelsea 25 years ago. Now I come back and be a creative partner in a restaurant uh, down the street. You know, I just thought that was fitting, but also the beauty in his work. You know, we're just watching the beginning of the artistry of Derek Adams. Derek says he rarely revisits his work once it's finished. Instead, focuses on what he can create next. The art world can't get enough. He really occupies, I think, a really special place. He just continues to refine his work and take it in different directions. And it's really, really great to see him arrive. As for Derek, he continues to create his own narrative, one that focuses on the beauty of contrast. I think that we're at a place, I'm hoping, that difference does not mean superior or inferior. It means different. And I think what I'm trying to represent is something that is not different for me, is normal, but I'm trying to normalize the idea of difference. I love that. How awesome. Oh, no, these are beautiful pieces, too. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm -hmm. And Derek's exhibit is on view at New York's Flag Art Foundation through March the 11th. I want to get there I if I can. This. Good show. Y'all have some great shows. Oh, thank we'll be, you, we'll Chanel. Be right back after this. Oh. 
Oh, Chanelli, thank you for hanging. You. Tomorrow we have a performance by Dirk Spitley. Oh, you guys have one of my favorites, Cynthia Germanata, a.k.a. Lady Gaga's mom. And Bobby Thomas, one of our favorites, stops by. So guess what, y'all? You made it through Monday morning. Have Which a good means day, everybody. tomorrow is Tuesday. Tuesday.